podcast. And of course, that's going to be a show talking about Christian metal. Holy shit. Because is there a new wave of Christian metalheads and metal on the horizons? And is that a good or bad thing? And what the hell will that mean? Well, that's coming up. As well as lyrics. What are the, do we need meaningful ones overdone? Are there new and favorite concepts? There's so many things you could talk about with that. And stay, in, stay tuned. You'll hear about it. But then... What about bonus material on all these releases? Are they just there to be pushed on and just sell a product so you buy the same classic over and over again? Or is there actually relevant shit that when you get that bonus material, you're like, yes, fuck yeah. But there's many more nerdy things to say about that, including some of the shit that's going to be coming up. And I want to thank everybody, like I said last time, uh, when I announced the Reaper Metal Productions release of that Cyst CD, uh, that was really fucking cool. There was a lot of people that I recognized as the Hellcast fans picking that up. Uh, so I, I was really stoked to see that, that it had you know power of just suggestion or people that cared about supporting the show because it does help the show. It helps Hell's Headbangers, everyone involved. So that was really fucking cool. So I really wanted to extend that. Thank you to everyone that grabbed that and you, you all know who you are. Uh, but uh, we got uh, some other stuff to be talking about today and I wanted to kind of dive into that first because it's kind of the first order of business that I did want to discuss and that is lyrics. And so... First and foremost, I think this might be a reminder. I don't remember if we talked about it before. And that is Deceased Behind the Mourner's Veil LP. And now Hells didn't put this out on CD, which I have no idea why. Do you? Well, no, uh, probably because Rel Relapse might have still had it in stock since it originally came out on Relapse Records. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm glad we got to do the LPs. As a matter of fact, I think we did everything by deceased on vinyl now to date with the exception of 13 frightened souls which we're which we're going to be doing i don't know what the holdup is if you claim you listen to metal and you don't listen to cease just just get out of my shop yeah and you will now now you won't be behind the mourner's veil that's going, i missed out that's great well this ep in particular yeah not only is it obviously something that's available here and i don't remember if it's a reminder or not but either way grab this this is fucking awesome there's a black edition right because this is the blue vinyl yeah, and it's very, very dark, though. You got you know, I mean, I was I was actually a little disappointed how it came out because uh, it's like, ah, fuck, you know, it, it's colored, but it's you got to kind of hold up to the light it came out darker and you just can't always um, you can't always predict how it's going to come out from the plant. You know, what I mean, for those, especially when they do certain mixes and they kind of say that they could come out if they don't mix too well, certain colors. Uh, I wish it would have been more bright and like uh, now I'm not one of those guys, although that's the new trend. I'm actually almost wish we'd kind of go against the trend now the trend is which was cool and it made sense i i had that mindset too is that the color of the vinyl should match the cut like the, the, the cover art you know the color yeah, scheme yeah yeah and this the, does though yeah i know i know but that's what we've been doing too and I, i've actually that well, was my I'm like i'm doing 10, 10 years or 10 sure. years ago or so that was my initial thought plan too that we should do that and in general people have, but it just seems like that's a current trend and Basically, what I like to do in life, whatever everyone else is doing, I try to do the opposite. Yeah. If everyone's going left, I'm going right. If everyone's going to heaven, I'm going to hell. You know what oh, I mean? Good. I don't, you know, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I always try to do that because I don't like to be trendy and follow that. So the same thing. And not to mention this kind of like, imagine if you just got this and it was on like, um, you know, this guy's a lot of colors, but let's just say orange vinyl. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think it'd be kind of cool. And I, I think of, uh, no, I, yeah, exactly. You got a pink vinyl. You're like, what, what the hell? What does that have to do with anything? There's, yeah, but I think it'd be kind of cool. It's funny you say that because I remember getting some like Exodus, but there's be. been like some like Exodus uh, bootleg vinyls and shit. And it'd just be like a black and white cover and it came out pink vinyl. And I just, 
Looking back, I just thought it was kind of cool because you didn't. You almost. It's almost oh, like. Oh, I thought it was stupid. No, when it has and, nothing to do with it. Yeah, so you no, like when it has something to do. with I it. I do now because it's different. Because like I said, it's now. Anytime you have the same old, same old, it gets kind of boring. You know what I mean? Like I said, matching the cover, I get it. I, I had that same mentality for years, and I liked that. And that's what I preach for Hell's Headbangers. As a matter of fact, that's why we started doing that. As I was preaching for years because we weren't always doing that. Oh, so we're doing. Well, and really and it seemed like, and it seemed like everybody else <laughs> caught on to it. All these other labels are doing it too. Yeah. So now that everybody's doing, it, I want to switch it. Kind of the reason why I kind of like it. If you get like a pink vinyl and you weren't expecting it, it's kind of like you know when you collect like. Um, Trading cards back in the day, and you open a pack, you didn't know what you're gonna get. Same yeah. thing, you open a vinyl, you just don't know what you're gonna get. All right, well, there's value. It's kind of in exciting that. that, you know. Well, that's a very long winded thing, but but speaking of that behind the mourners veil thing, the whole Reaper Metal uh, Productions thing is, I got to oversee the audio submission of that, make sure that it wasn't just a because mm-hmm. the source was unfortunately a CD, but you know it doesn't mean it's uh, fucked. It just means that you want to double check and make sure it's got every little nerdy detail. Uh, that's going to render problems. And so I did that, and it was quite bassy. So it would have been awesome for LP. So kind of did a little tweak there, but maintain the audio as it was. You know, uh, it came so out back that. in the day on Picture Disc, right? There's only like I two, own it. So do I. It's like, and when I got it, like this, 200 of them, I believe. I, I, this is how dorky I am. It had the bit. It, so a Picture Disc, it obviously came into that plastic. Came in the, the hard polys, though, the I hard believe. hard poly. Yeah. And then it had a sticker on it, to yep. which the st- I, got, I got it off the internet, but it came from TPL records in sweden yeah okay who put a price tag sticker on ah. the fucking collectible sticker yeah and when i took it off it ripped off some of the text and i think even to this to this day i still feel a little bit of soreness in my heart when yeah. i think about that <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a it really was nice looking release i, I forget yeah I don't know yeah who, i don't know who put that outlaw out outlaw records who's uh Is buddies that who with I, th- I thought so it that, could be. I, I haven't looked at it years but i have it and uh yeah yeah. yeah, so, but the, I, I brought that up not only to plug a, a release, so get that now, Hell's Headbangers, it's available, link in the description gotta of have, this. Gotta have that. Yes, gotta have that. But I brought it up because on that, I thought, well, Deceased as a whole is a band that I will always cite because for me, they're one of the bands that kind of really opened my mind into being attracted to lyrics, attracted to certain lyric themes. And that's mostly with the horror stories that they told. And I think a lot of metal just kind of either goes for horror, Satan, the dark stuff, which is cool. But on this release in particular, there's a whole uh, three song sequence or maybe it's just one big song. I don't remember. Victims of the Master Plan. So, yeah, I think it has like it's just one song with like parts to it and it tells the story of the paradise lost the 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 uh, west memphis three damien eccles uh, and the guys the guys mentioned in the song and that is well it, it the, the story does the the crime has something to do with satan and stuff but it's a it's a it's a it's kind of just an event it's kind of a, a an issue at hand that is more or less what the lyrics in turn are kind of about and I always kind of thought that that was cool because I'm sick of hearing about the devil. I'm sick of hearing about the. I'm sick of seeing the big dick demon getting blown by nuns. Like, yeah, it, but it that's just, a little. Uh, I see. I like the. Uh, I think the music needs to be kept evil and it's gentle metal. But that shit got a little. It's kind of cool if no one else did it. Now it's just. It's almost like it's a big mockery of it, you know. Not to it say you don't itself, need to be. You almost. don't need to be. I'm, I belong to the Church of Saint and Mister Serious can't crack a smile. I'm not saying you need to be that either, which, you know, that has its place too for you know in the niche of music. You know, it has its mystique value in black metal bands, but even that a, a, to an extent got old. But now, yeah, this whole fucking basically, you know, Chris Moore and our a demon getting sucked off. You know, it's it, like I said, yeah. it was kind of cool, but now it's like. 
This is getting a little old, guys. It's the same goddamn thing. Well, and, and now it's becoming slightly, uh, because usually you could kind of tell what that would be, where now it's kind of like you almost don't, because it could now be a thrash band that. Oh, yeah, because the thrash is, band's doing Black Metal, the Beast of yeah. Black Death. Well, then, yeah, and then. The, it, there was all, yeah. And then the, the whole Black. Trans, it goes into every genre now. There's black thrash and all this stuff that's like, you don't know what it's going to be. Is it it's going to be Bathory influence or is it going to be Yeah, that's not a bad thing witchery. because like mixing in, that, that, that does have always a cool place too. Like the black thrash is, has some really great bands. And so the mix matching of the black death, you know, so I think you're a lot of mix and stuff. It's just like we talked about Devil E. Rot, the black metal vocals with over heavy metal music. I think it definitely has its place to mix match them. I just think that it gets confusing with the. Not that it. it they always say don't judge a book by its cover. I'm, my whole thing is just the whole image of it is just becoming to the point where it's like, guys, this was kind of cool the first five times, but now it's like, this is, this is just redundant. Well, I just to like. To be a little more original. Well, what attracted me to even bring this up is that, of course, everyone, I think when they really, really like a band, you do this too. Uh, and, and you also kind of do it with uh, live stuff. Is you like the state, you like the banter between songs, but you like what's being said. So when it comes to the music, obviously that means you like the message in the lyrics. Yeah, I mean I do, but I mean I can't say that. I mean I like a lot of bands, a lot of stuff. I can't say that I even know what they all. Well, no, the, about, no, you know? no. But you're intrigued, whatever the reason may be. Yeah, yeah. Always that, by the music yeah. first. If I like the tunes. Uh, but when I dig, d- uh, dive deeper into it, um, you know, can't be. Yeah. But, like, for example, I've, I I brought them up several times on the show, like a band like Vader, which I like a lot. I think their music's great. But can I say I'm really a fan of their lyrics? Honestly, if you were to ask me, what do they primarily sing about? I couldn't really give you an answer. Well, and that's well, maybe war, but not necessarily not really. And that's what's I mean, kind of cool about it then. And that's even when I brought it up uh, in my Demolick interview, which uh, stoked to roll out. Um and he kind of was talking about where the they worked in anagrams, so just like putting, you know, manipulating words so then they don't make sense, you know, mm-hmm. uh, until you look further into them, then you could see the word the the word that you do comprehend in that. And I thought that that was really cool because it's like, oh, there's more to this picture, and that's what I like. Like personally, if I I when I was a kid, like writing Crucify Mortals lyrics for the early stuff, not so much because it's just some dumbass kid. But even then, like to what that dumbass kid would, because I was like fucking 15, 16, writing a lot of the early lyrics. So, you know, as time went on, though, then I kind of cited like, oh, this horror movie. So like kind of write a synopsis in lyrical form of what that horror movie. And so even then, I was like, ah, that's starting to get a little bit late. And then started doing my own take or just kind of trying to flip them or present them in a way that if you read them, you would have no idea for the most part what movie maybe it was identifying. In fact, uh, we were talking about horror movies recently um, on an episode and a lot of people were like, fuck yeah, awesome. But some were like, well, I'm surprised, like, didn't realize you're a horror fan. I was like, huh, clearly not. Maybe you don't listen to my music. Well, they must not listen to the uh, Hellcast. They find out J-Dog wasn't too much of a horror fan after all. No, 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 they did. They did. That's precisely what was being cited. So it's like, well, you might mean I don't uh, listen to Crucify Mortal stuff, but uh, or maybe did or just never looked into it, which is cool. And that's kind of the point because it wasn't that that clear. It wasn't, oh, that was Halloween, which that's been cited before. And so, like, I was talking about Frankenstein. I was like, actually, there was a a, a lyric that wrote about Frankenstein, but not really a 
about it. It was just more so a perspective that if it was like, well, if you were this monster, it's coming in this world, and it's, you know, if you know the story, then, like, that's a really cool concept. And so, lyrically, I think that's a cool way to connect. And going beyond kind of in a metal world that I think... You know, like I said, it's always kind of like metal and horror go hand in hand, and it's Satan and all that kind of stuff. I was watching, well, the horror connection to this would be Werner Herzog, uh, the director, who obviously then remade Nosferatu, eh, did an adaptation of the story of Nosferatu, is a better way to say it, um, in, in 1979. Uh, and so... You know, you'd think, oh, this is a horror guy, and he's not. He's not a horror director by any sense. But a lot of his stuff is pretty dark in a way, and one of those things, one of those movies that's dark in a way when it's not even dark at all was a movie about uh, Antarctica that I watched recently, and that was uh, Encounters at the End of the World, which was fucking awesome. And it was totally just a documentary about uh, uh, Antarctica and people that are there, but he's, like, asking all these questions and stuff and kind of in that way telling this story about it. And there's a lot of like darker, mysterious things that are coming into play then that it was like, holy shit. Like it had me like thinking about bigger picture of stuff that's like, man, this is totally metal. Like a lot of the stuff that they're talking about. Like, yeah, but you're living in Antarctica, life in general is going to be fucking grim. Well, no one's living there other than if they're on a research team. Mm -hmm. And so, like, there's fucking divers and shit, and they're going underneath six feet of thick ice uh, of the Antarctic Ocean, and they're finding new species of, like, these fucking sci-fi-looking creatures that, it's like, new species, like, so it's like, fuck your devils and shit, like, that thing's way, like, yeah, the, the, David Cross said it in a gag one time, fuck the devil. The devil's a pussy. He's always, uh, you know, uh, uh, ex getting uh, possessing old ladies and young girls. Like, well, that's just because <laughs> that's what Hollywood. I know, I know. Be, but yeah. it's, but it's in a biblical form, too. But either way, fuck the devil. Like, so, like, this is, like, you know, like, just... Like, not evil, but scary shit in a way. Like, look at this monster. Because even the one scientist he's talking about is like, you know, when you look into these creatures' world, like, it's aggressive. It's violent. They, they're they just fucking and just eating each other or just fending for themselves. Yeah, well, the problem, with that, is, the problem with that is when you're singing about it, it's going to come off either two ways. Is one, it's going to be like, what kind of sci-fi shit is this? Because yes. no one understands is not educated on it. Or number two, if you were to become educated on it, it's kind of like, well, why not sing about dinosaurs and shit? It'd be kind of cheesy. Yes, and I'm glad you said that. So I, at first, I kind of want to ask you, the, the the listening audience, what do you agree with that? Like, why do are you sick of the Satan and the biblical shit for one? Let, let's just keep it at that first. Are you sick of it? Is it just I'm not me? sick of it. You're not sick of it. Fuck no. As long as it's done in a good way and it's good. Okay, I'm not sick of it, but it's just kind of like. This again? You know what I mean? Like, like, it's just just challenge your thoughts a little bit more. You know, challenge your riffs a little bit more. Challenge, challenge it a little bit more. Challenge your creativity. And see, I wouldn't. When I hear you say that, although I do agree in that, if yes, if you talked about the scientific thing, space came in the mind too. Is like, you know, uh, I think uh, speaking of Ash uh, from. Uh, Faith Extractor when he did his band Estuary and I could be totally wrong. Sorry if if I am. There's kind of kind of more space kind of stuff that they've tackled. Uh, uh, what's it? Who's it called? Um, well, Nile does uh, 
there's obviously um, Egypt stuff. The Egyptian um, shit, yeah. Where that maybe not so much uh, coming off cheesy, but someone else does more space It came off, stuff. I remember when that first was, oh. was coming out, it came off, didn't come off as cheesy to anybody. It came off as different, and people didn't really know how to take it at first. And the problem with that is, too, it's almost like, for example, the, the name Nile and just the logo and shit. Other than if you're outside the death metal scene, you know, you aren't going to know what it is. It's not, you're not going to think what it, like, for example, you saw... Let's say, okay, let's just say you weren't familiar with Nile. If you would have saw, like, their Amongst the Catacombs album shirt, yeah. and you just saw it, you would never think, oh, that's a death metal band. You would never have thought that. You know what I mean? Uh, Not that that's a bad thing, yeah, but that's how it comes. So you yeah, wouldn't you know wouldn't. what it is. No. So I think as a scene, there's uh, it, it was definitely different, and it wasn't, a lot of people just didn't know what to think of the lyrics like that. Like, is it stupid? Is it is it cool because it is different? I think there was mixed opinions. But you could, like, okay, so let me let me cite then one of the next, next extremes. Then that would have been, like, the brutal death scene that was obviously kind of getting a lot of its influence from Carcass. Or let's just fucking say Carcass. Carcass, it, it, there's a lot more, and of course you could kind of, stump me a little bit on replying to this, but there's a lot more to then if you're going to be talking about something medical and sick than just being like getting stabbed, cutting off a head. Like they got smart about it. Yeah. They're, well, they're, using med- they're, using, they're, they're using medical books. Right. But that could have come off like over people's heads. And I'm sure some of it even still did. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of people didn't know even like it. Cause if you read the lyrics and like recaputrefaction and it's like that, you can't even like some of the words you just don't even know what they uh, uh, mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and th- that's probably most of it, and, and that would probably happen with space, it would probably happen with uh, science and stuff like that, but that's where, I guess, that's your job as the lyricist, and that's, I guess, where the challenge is, like, well, well everyone's always made that song already, well, well, what's up to you, homeboy, fucking, you know, no, I don't you're know, saying, people are doing, I mean, look at, the, look at the Z-Mile album we put out, I mean, it's got the- Yeah, that was about the space, it, right? Yeah, like, well, it's just kind of, for my take on it, I could be wrong, I could be butchering the hell out of it, but my whole take on it, obviously, yeah, there was, it was more a philosophical- you know, philosophy and shit like that based. And it's kind of more like it's basically showing the insignificance of humanity. Like we think we're more important than we really are. And they yes. all in all of the universe and shit. We're just insects like, like ants basically. Yeah. That's a fucking cool. Yeah, topic. It's, kinda, that's it's a, a cool it's pretty extreme too. And it's like, if you put it, you know, and you can, so yeah, but I, I, like I said, I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that's how uh, that's how I interpreted that album. Well, that's kinda, I guess that's kind of my example of saying, you know, well, that's what Hollywood said. Well, you know, fuck the devil. He's always possessing little girls and uh, <laughs> old ladies in that. Well, OK, but still, that's we're always we're always getting demons getting blown by nuns and shit like like that's what I'm saying. Like, well, now the devil seems so scary. Well, dude, if you talk about being fucking nothing in a universe or maybe to like shit I had this whole concocted what if that I could sound totally crazy that I don't exactly believe but like I don't know fuck if there's not similarities in that if you're one of these fucking creatures that lives below six feet thick ice and then you're this underneath that imagine then if there's snow on that ice that's fucking clouding your world above you Mm. the ice alone's clouding your world above you when it is dark out it's clouding the world above you when it's light out it's clouding the world above you when someone's walking on there so now there's this human shadow of this now and you don't recognize what the fuck that is that's above you it's a starry night so many parameters of this creature that lives under ice that'll never get out of that ice that's its world beyond 
That's our. Then so when you look in our fucking sky, that's our world beyond that we don't know shit about that we think we know shit about. So it's just like fuck, man. If there's not like a similarity in that perspective, like that, if you were to flip this whole like godly thing, you could come up with some really dark, fucked up shit just by. Taking that little idea to the next level. Yeah, no, you could do it. And but like I said, the bands have. I mean, especially for deep down, I'm sure like especially the more artsy fartsy black metal stuff, maybe like more like the Greek style stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ha- they have. So I wouldn't say that that hasn't been done. Uh, my whole thing, actually, I'll, I'll throw out this. I'll uh, get, in case people want to steal my idea because I'm never starting a fucking band. Uh, <laughs> and it's not my idea. It has technically been done. But correct me if you think this is wrong. Not to the thing. I, if I, lyrically, what would I sing about if I started a band? I could tell you what I would. I'd be interested to hear this. Yeah. Okay. So I tell you exactly what I was thinking about. I would sing about my personal beliefs on everything in life. When I say everything, I'm just saying everything. Okay. I'll give you an example. People are like, oh, that's been done. That's been done. I'm not talking about I'm a satanic tough guy. Let's go to the fucking devil's church, all that nonsense. And the only reason you're into it is because, which I like all that shit too. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. a lot of the only reason they're into it is because, you know, they grew up on Venom or Mayhem or whatever. And they're just following the trend. Oh, let's just sing about this. So that's, yeah, I believe that too, which you very well may. And that's fine. But again, that's been done a million times. So what I'm saying about everything, for example, what, I, what I've said, what I sing about is like, you know, capital punishment. People are like, oh, that's been saying about. Yeah, but not in the sense. When I say my belief is, and it wouldn't be preachy. It would just sing about it like as a topic and take it for what it is. Take it as serious. Take it as... A joke, take it as that. But oh, would I be thrown to the alligators? Exactly, thrown it. So you could have a song called "Crocodile Pit." That's my song <laughs> to call. Or now I'm called "Crocodile Pit." Crocodile crocodiles pit. or alligators? Or it doesn't either one. Matter. Either crocodiles, alligators. I think or, the alligators, uh, are tigers, the more and lions will work too. You can have all four pits. You know, they all get hungry. My thing is this: is capital punch me like this? As soon as if you're convicted of rape, pedophilia, or murder, any of those three, they're all punishable by death. And none of this, you're sitting on death row for 10 years, fucking tampon boy, need to sign fucking forms bullshit. If you're convicted on Wednesday, then that following Monday, execution. And what you do is, <laughs> what they do is, you let the, you, you give the whole, you give the uh, the gators, or the, you know, yeah, or the tigers, old. whichever one, they get a whole day, of, they get a whole Sunday of fasting, meaning they're not allowed to eat oh, all day so Sunday. Hungry and hungrier than shit. So you're like, and the, you literally, it's up the pit, and you just throw them overboard. You're like the pig guy in uh, Snatch. Yeah, pig guy in Snatch. And the thing is, people say that's cruel and unusual punishment. No, that's that's this is pussification, is what it is. <laughs> I bet you say that. Think about it. So you telling me a guy like Albert Fish didn't deserve something like that? You think he wasn't cruel? You know what I'm saying? How is those types of crimes are cruel and unusual? So they should be cruel and unusual punishment. Not only that, animals by nature are cruel. Why do you think those animals are going to rip them to fucking shred? We're nothing but intelligent species. Yeah. So if you're convicted of these crimes on, uh, on each other, I mean, how many alligators do you see eating each other? I mean, there might be some, you know, basically yeah. cannibalism. You don't see that too much, but yet humans inflict pain on each other for no other fucking reason. So you telling me that's cruel and unusual? No, you're just a fucking pussy and your warped mind and Christianity probably fucked you Zoo up. metal, man. So, no, it's not zoo, <laughs> no, it's not be one. That'd be one type. Oh. So, so, but things like that. So I'm saying, and it wouldn't be all politics or that. It'd be about anything. So maybe, maybe the outer space and shit like that would come up. How would I, how would I, how can I twine outer space into um, an industry topic of metal? For my belief. My belief is, again, think Christians are full of shit. My one big thing about Christians are full of shit. Well, we know there's other planets. We know that dinosaurs exist. Well, most of us do. The Bible mentions nothing of it. So you twine yeah. that at what? So you basically, so you basically, song Christians are full of shit. But with, you know, backed up uh, reasonings. Why? 
None of those things are ever mentioned in the book. Why is it mentioned in the book? Because it was written by a man's hand. And the time it was written by a man's hand, we knew nothing about those things. They didn't know anything about space. They didn't know anything about the fucking uh, the, the dinosaurs. They thought the Earth was flat. Some Maybe dumbasses still, still think so. You see what I'm saying? I do so see what So that would be another belief of mine, like when I talk about those. So there you go, guys. You could steal that idea. It's time to start a band. But not, not those beliefs. Have your own. And just sing about it, but not in a preachy way. Because no one likes preachy. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but just single you out yours because now you're being original about what you truly think. Like anything, like for example, you can even just take anything. Say you watch the news and they caught, you know, whatever, the, the Golden State Killer guy. Sing about that, but your opinion about it. Yeah, yeah. You can just give yeah. your opinion, basically. There's no right or wrong answer. And that's, that'd be a different. There are bands that have done that, but I don't think to that degree, unless I'm wrong. Do you know of anybody that's really done it like that? Kind of saying their beliefs because a lot of yeah, times kind well, what of I'm saying beliefs. is because well yes like I said the, the, the Satanism or or other religious beliefs it seems they sing about so much about that but it seems like for example if they sing about politics or anything like that let's take a band like a Gothicles and shit I never met those guys but it seems like bands of that nature when they bring stuff up they're like well that's not what we believe we're just singing about an extreme topic or it's basically just singing about it yeah so yeah. why not just sing about how you feel grab a topic and kind of state what you feel about it but in a, in a kind of a catchy cool informative way and then the, the the listener could take the artist for face value just whatever they want whether they agree disagree don't care either way but that would be an original way of going about it definitely way more original than what most people are doing definitely more original than another Chris Morgan guy girl nun blowing a demon yeah yeah well uh, that boy that'd be up to the cover maybe it was uh good and you know all that I'll get me well, I'll be the first guy to have Morgan drawn cri- crocodiles cryptic yeah. she had these guards throwing these fucking uh guys and uh they'll be in their um they'll still be in their fucking uh yeah, the yeah. Prison suits being thrown well, in the gators. He got cryptid metal, as uh, James said. Uh, and then, uh, well, uh, uh, Christopher said, "What would J Dog's name be?" I don't know. I think I think I would have to call an album though, "Crocodile Pit" with that cover art. I think that'd be the title track. And people be like, "What does that mean? Like, with like just a pit of crocodiles?" And then read the lyric content. Oh, wow, yeah, that. Because the thing is, are you going to get people that disagree with me? Of course you are. But do you think I'd say to say to say there's definitely people like you know what that makes sense to me. Like that seems justifiable. You know, I, a name I liked. I think somebody did do this as a band name. I'm not saying I would do this, but a name I always liked. I always just thought it was really cool. Uh, not original at all, because it's a Venom song. But uh, I want to say I looked it up once just out of uh, curiosity. But I think it's like a. You know, obscure country, no name band. Maybe they just did a demo or no release at all. Um, you can look it up, Metal Archives. See if it is, is uh, I think it's a cool name. We would make a cool band name. Is uh, Satanicist. Satanicist. Yeah, off the uh, Possessed album. Yeah, actually, that's my favorite song on that album. One of my favorite Possess. I mean, Venom songs. I think it has an awesome name. And a fun fact for all you people: uh, one of my all-time favorite bands, Hemorrhage, covered that song. All right, and on an obscure Venom album. How about uh, that? Well, the one people don't. I know a lot of people like it, but there's people that don't. People usually like the first three. Yeah. I like that one. I mean, I think it's a good album, you know? Hellchild, so, Satanicus. Satanicus was the name of your band when I was- I um, didn't say it would be. I'm just saying that's a pot. That, I think they'd make a cool band name. So that'd be on my- If I was to sit down and make band names, that, that'd be, I'd, I'd write that one down. I'd, I would literally probably take two to three weeks to come up with a name. I would just- Anything that I thought sounded cool names, I would write it down. And then I'd review them after two to three weeks. If I had 30 ideas, I'd- yeah, that's how I'd go about it. If I was a fish, I think bands just jump too um, quickly to uh, name their band. It's like that's going to be your permanent name, especially if you want to be a band around a while. You want something kind of cool and original, you know, don't just jump anything. Now, if you thought, you know, a board or whatever was a super cool name. Great. Then use it if that's what you thought was great. But don't just yank something out of your ass. And, you know, it just seems like that people just I yeah, don't know, maybe yeah. come up with it a little no, too fast. No, I, I agree. I would take my time. Especially personally. when you see all these repeat names, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, Discourge and. Um, well, when I when. uh 
I'm lacking my examples. Oh, there's tons. If you type in anything, uh, yeah. Like you guys, for example, another good band. Uh, the there's a uh, Deranged from Sweden. Good, great band, especially the early albums. You realize well, if you type in Deranged on Metal Archives, there's oh, like, like there's like eight of them. them. I'm like, what the fuck? I know the one from Sweden. Who the fuck are these other ham and I'm wait, well, what, There was. What is the most obvious? Like it was almost like there was another was death, pos- more or less. Uh, yeah, years. was it possessed? Maybe like somebody did. It was, it was somebody there is a, There's two exhumers, but the other one spells it Different, properly. Yeah. And it was just kind of yeah. like, dude, come on, man. Then there was uh There was somebody very recently. Uh, there was something oh, totally you know, obvious that you're just not like, as dude, obvious you're, you're saying, but uh, somebody did come up because we got the disc in. I'm like. What the fuck? Like, I thought maybe it was a demo disc or something with a different logo. There's another band that came out in the 2000s. I don't know what. Called Carnage. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This, this yeah. ain't Carnage from that Sweden. That wasn't it, though. No, I know. There was but something, there is something like, is, is obvious as death, that, that and they was, were called that. That but one like, was really bad, though. I'm like, what the, you, why the hell would you name your band Carnage? It was a legendary Swedish death metal album by a band called Carnage. Yeah. You just well, look like a poser at that point. Uh, I thought so, but I don't know. I took a moment to think about my band name, whether you thought it was a stupid one. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I think if you Metal Archives that, I don't think there's more than one. There was a group of 12-year-olds in the MySpace days that they I had guess the same doesn't... Name? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, really? I, I, I don't know. And I didn't know what to think of that, because it's not like, you know, a, a Crucified you know, um, Mortals. It's not like that's like a popular band. So I thought, well, maybe like maybe they stumbled across us, and they were just fucking with ever us, catch but on? Like, no one would get the joke. Did you ever catch on? I'll just give you the album. I won't tell you the song. That way you actually go back and listen to the album. One of my favorite albums ever for your bands. You know uh, uh, Sinister? Yes. The, the second album, my favorite album by them, Diabolical Summoning. Okay. There's a song on there. He says Crucified Immortals. Clear as day. Okay. Crucified Immortals, Mutilated and Impaled. It's just funny. That's about as close I ever got it. But that album's years before even CM existed. But yeah, that's, yeah. That's pretty cool. But it, it sounds like he's going along with the fairy tale, where Crucified Immortals, the meaning behind that is saying that this is a fairy tale. That those Because th- there's three guys. The story of Jesus is there's three guys obviously nailed to crosses. The two of them were mortal men being punished, where then you got Jesus, who's the immortal man. Yeah. And not this, the, the namesake says, fuck that. They're all mortals. This is bullshit. It's kind of similar or to more, what... More or less gives you more to think about more. It's kind of similar, but different, but similar, which I, I, I told Don from Nunslaughter, uh, the album Angelic Dread, which I thought was a great album. I actually liked it a lot. I, I think they fucked up the title. Oh, yeah, because I'm thinking, like, that's Judge Dredd's sister. No, no, but do you, do you know what they should have <laughs> called the album? The best song title on the album. Uh, I, I'm not on it, and I, I don't it's remember a, uh, the song. Uh, so uh, three, <laughs> three nails, one liar. Oh, okay. That's what they should have called it. Yeah, that's the best song title on there. It doesn't always have to be a certain meaning, but when it is something of horror caliber, I always thought it was cool. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like enough people kind of read into other areas that could be very influential to them and still be metal as fuck. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. they could be more creative with. And maybe they are, and I'm just not perceiving it correctly, you know, or or diving into it. Kind of like uh, well, Matt just said earlier, that's like, you know, he doesn't always dive into the lyrics. And when I don't does, anymore either. Know, it's kind of almost. No, I don't either because I don't, I don't, I don't have time. Yeah, and it's just so and much Yeah, shit, that's yeah. my reason. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. Um, so I ought to be honestly, I, I don't like, uh, like, for example, um, Hell's Headbangers band, band I really wanted to sign that we did because we did their their album, The Skeletal. I think they're a great band. I never read their lyrics, you know. I just yeah. assume it's more Swedish death metal type lyrics. So yeah. I want to put this into your head then because we kind of brought up the <laughs> satanic side to it. Well, then, of course, for every evil, there's going to be something that's not evil. And that's let's get the old look. Do we have any Christians in the audience? First and foremost. 
Say, I love me some Jesus. I heart Jesus. <laughs> if you're a Christian or a faithful person that just doesn't hate Jesus. Is there a new wave of Christian metal, be it metal he- fans or bands? I can answer that easily. Yeah, say my initial guess is, I don't know, but I wouldn't think so because, uh, what was it, years ago? Maybe you showed me, or maybe I stumbled across on my own the internet. I was fucking amazed. I knew it existed, like that there was Christian death metal and all this other shit. Yeah. But there's like a site, and there's like tons and tons and tons of bands. I'm like, well, I haven't heard of any of this shit. And not that if I, you just thought I would have stumbled across it being in the metal, like something, whether I wanted to or not. Totally. And I never heard of any of it. So this wave, I think if there is a wave, I think it came years ago and it's just still here. And I still ain't hearing about it because it ain't coming here. Now, my personal opinion, Naja, you're allowed to sing about and do whatever the hell you want. But me personally, I don't like Christ nowhere near my metal unless he's on the end of a fucking noose or on the cross or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just for me. And again, it's just my opinion. It's not a right or wrong answer. I just feel that uh, metal is the devil's music. It should be evil and extreme topics. That's how I like it. Now, if a Christian band wants to play metal heavy music and throw Christ in, then that's their thing. That's fine. But it's like, I'm not going to pick it up. Christ on the end of the noose in your metal. Like, that's fine. And I get most people are. And I ain't fucking preaching here or become faithful. No. Uh, But I just don't. I don't care. Because I almost think there's ways that you could be just is Christian and I, and that's where I think they fuck it up. Yeah, but I think your problem is I know it's running I think it's years I kind of evaluate about people especially if I know a long time. I think you don't care because you're running into like what I ran into although I kind of remind myself so that way I make sure I do care for the for the the folks that don't have it as good as us sometimes, you don't care because you don't have to deal with it anymore. Meaning if you had to deal with it on a day-to-day basis, you're still going to school or being judged by the teachers or at your workplace, there was a Christian jam, jam it down your throat or annoying you, you would care. You're just at the hell's office and you don't have to deal with it. Neither do I. But right. I could tell okay. you for sure, if you had to deal with it, like the average person going to their work or they're going to their college, college students or high school students, because I remember we had to deal with that shit. At least I definitely did. I got comments out that fucking ass all the time. And it was so annoying. That's where I really started to dislike those people. You saw how judgmental they are. And she's like, that's like, what the fuck are you worried about? First of all, a real man, don't worry about what another man's doing. That's just point blank. If you're worried about, if you're a man and you're worried about what another man's doing, you ain't a man. You're a fucking tampon boy pussy. The men don't worry about other men. That's that's like chick shit, dude. Okay. So that's that's one. So I'm already annoyed that they're that they're already judging you. You know what I mean? Don't be like, don't be worried about what I'm wearing. I'm not worried about what you're wearing. So yeah. I think you say you don't care anymore because you don't have to deal with it anymore. Think back 10, 15 years ago when you did, when you really disliked them and why. No, I, so. I get that. Well, first, I, I would like to roll it out to the audience that anyone that is uh, obviously, because it was crickets for I heart Jesus. So for the ones that we don't have to get fuck Jesus in there, but you could put that there too. But like, so, so Meredith, you said you're in North Carolina. Southerners love Jesus. Shit is everywhere. What is that? How does that affect you? Does that annoy the fuck out of you? Uh, James, you said that you like your, uh, the Christians just annoy the fuck out of you. So you want your satanic, uh, you know, you like it with that because you have the hatred towards them. Well, what exactly makes you hate them? Um, we obviously know what makes J Dog hate them, and we obviously know that maybe I'm just on the fence because I'm not around them. But even if I was around it, at the end of the day, for all the the wrongdoers, annoying people in it, I'm going with this, and that is first and foremost: is there a new wave of Christian metalheads and metal bands and stuff? I'm thinking, kind of, sort of, not because I agree with what Christopher just said. Christian metal is the under is under the underground, and I think in this day and age it especially is because back when 
you had like Rex Rex music bands that I'm thinking about. So like Believer, and, and maybe I'll get wrong with who was actually on this label, but you know, you got your Believer, Living Sacrifice, Mortification, um, drawing a blanket some Christian metal, but there's enough for you. Those are kind of back in the day where our fun fact, I don't know how fun it is, uh, our half-brother is totally about Christ, and he likes metal. He's actually one of the— Says he does. Well, I do. I, so he sent me one of the Christ bands he did, and usually when you hear that— Does, he, got, like, does he have Tomb of the Mutilated on LP? Well, no, because he doesn't. He can't like it. He's not. Well, he's then Christian. he ain't in the metal. Well, hold on. Then, dude. So that's a different point. But so he he can't because he's like those Christians. He's a wimp about it. So he can't go both ways. Where like I'm liking the I like the demons blown the, the and getting blown by a nun. But then I'll I'll like believer too. But like so I don't go. Well, I can't like that because that's kind of that's my point at all. Like as no, much I don't go as like I'm, that either. Right. So, but as annoyed as I am, I still will like either way because if it's good music, then yeah. there's the other aspects I could explain. But in in what I want to say to that is that when you had your mortifications, you had all that. Like it's become like Chris, Christopher said, the the underground under the underground. Like it's just the metalheads won't even like it's just not there. Like and then talking to our brother, and he's like, you know, I like these certain. I like thrash. I like black metal. I, I like unblack metal. And then, like, normally when you meet that Christian metalhead, he is just, he can't like the devil, but he can be just as big of a douchebag as every one of those BW3 motherfuckers that tell you how cool Slayer is, that you want to just, and, and, and all that to, to the motherfucker that comes down here heckling you, that annoys the shit out of you, that never heard Slayer of the Which Misfits. One? So then. So, but he wasn't one of those. He yeah. was like, you know, you got to listen to this band. I forgot the name of them. Then when I put it on, it was like, it, it was fucking blasting. No, I guarantee you some bands you know, that are definitely good. I'm sure there I was like, is. Yeah, I was like, you know, I, their message is definitely shit, but, or maybe it's not. No, but the difference, between, the difference between him and the difference between, like, myself, I mean, it sounds like you too, is... Exactly. He's judging, which he's not supposed to judge. Like, why can't you like Slayer? You're saying you like the music because the message. Oh, well, God. Yeah, well, that doesn't matter, dude. And Tomorrow's Christian but the thing is, yeah, but forget, like Well, fuck that guy. Let's use a better example. But the, but no, I think it's a decent example, let's say Mayhem. No, I like it, but the guy's Christian. But okay, like, but let's, let's say let's say Mayhem or Dia, better example. Fuck Mayhem. They got too many shitty albums. Deicide. Okay. Only a couple, <laughs> sh- only a couple <laughs> shitty albums. And I don't think he's Christian, so we'll just go with them. Deicide. Why can't you like him? And I know what his answer is going to be. Yeah, well, that's Antichrist and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm Antichrist, and if I really like the music by a Christian band, I would like it. That's that's uh, that that right there, by the laws of Christianity, I'm being more Christian than you are right now. Your book says you're not supposed to judge. You leave that to your God. You leave them to be judged by your God. That's what you're saying. You're already judging them. You could like the music. Just be like, I like this music. It's jamming as fuck. Don't agree with the lyrics. Hey, my Lord's going to judge him down the road. He can't do that. He does not have the mental power to do that, to separate that, because he's mentally weak. And that's why he's into that phony, baloney, full of shit religion as is, because he's mentally weak. That's the only reason any of them are, because yeah. they can't control themselves because they are mentally weak. Just like you and I had this discussion before. It's funny how, which is a good thing, but a bad thing. My one line, if I can leave, if I can go in my fucking casket, if I had to leave one line of wisdom, J-Dog wisdom. What's going to be on your tombstone? Yeah. Your epitaph. With, with, with every positive, there's a negative. I've said that several times. Take that, to, take that to the fucking grave. That is everything in life. Right down to technology, anything you could take, anything you could do, everything. Anything you put in your mind, a job, making money, not making money. That's every just the way positive the world works. Every positive is negative. And well, here's this positive and negative. I'll give you this. 
I feel I could be wrong on this, but my eyes, what I'm seeing, probably not where Meredith's living down south, it sounds like, but what I'm seeing is Christianity's kind of dying off. One of my one of my bull ports. Great news, right? And I agree that is a good thing. Again, that's positive, but if there are positives or negative. Why is it where's the negative? I can tell you what the negative is. Why do you think society's getting more and more ridiculous out of control? Not in the sense of where there's mass murders and shit like that, but for example, all these these little teen girls getting pregnant and shit like that. They don't have the morals that that this shit didn't happen. I mean, it always happened. Don't get me wrong, but nowhere near you go back 60, 70 years ago. It was never as prevalent as it is today. Right. Why? Because Christianity was so much stronger. And yet that's what kept these weak minded people in check. See someone like myself. I consider myself strong minded. I don't need this weak ass belief to keep me in check. I have good morals on my own. I don't think murder is a right thing. I don't need some fucking book and some invisible man to tell me that I'm going to go to fairy tale land and fire if I do this, because I'm mature enough to make that decision. So these people that are in there, like I say, they're just weak minded and they need this. Well, since you already said it, uh, first off, Meredith, you're going to be our, uh, our, our religious, uh, consultant. Um, is it, cause yes, that was one of the points in like in this new wave of Christian metal. Is there one like as a whole overall, like, like you just said, I don't, I don't think it's, like it was. So when you had these bands that I cited, and that's why I cited them, they were coming about, you know, 80s, 90s. They were of the generation that grew up with the strong Christian morals. So when they were all about Christian metal, it was just that much more compelling. Like they, you know, they believed it and they wanted to, you know, put a message that uh, they believed in, I presumably. Well, plus you got to remember when that music was coming out in the 80s and 90s, like you're saying, yeah, what are you talking about? Slayer, Mayhem, all this extreme shit. You had obviously Christians like, well, the, the music's pretty good because you know they stumbled across like, it. Brother, too. somebody listened to like, well, let's just start the same kind of music, but with Christian values. As opposed to now, like metal thing, everything's been done at this point. Both Christian, Satanic, anything, it's been done. So realistically, I mean, think about it. Think about it. If a, if a Christian metal band never existed, let's say they never came out, not one came out, and one came out to this day in 2018, even myself, I'd be compelled to listen. I'm like that's shit, that's pretty original. That's kind of cool. I don't like Christianity, but that's kind of cool. That's different. No one's doing that. Hell, let's start some Muslim metal. Maybe I'll hear that, you know? Well, that's the flip side. It's just like, you know, how, like, why is even our music so fucking, I I mean, I don't know, Middle Eastern? It's not European (laughs) to be Christian. Mm -hmm. And yet you and I are obviously of European descent. We're Americans and it isn't supposed to be American, but somehow it is. Uh, you know, I, let me remind you that the um, the American pledge was not fucking. I God was not in the American pledge for the longest time, and then they added that bullshit. Um, that it's like it's overtake. So why is it is it is it the devil or or, or fucking Jesus? Why? Like where's Buddhist metal? Where is? It probably it, exists too. Know, Maybe someone knows, but I'm sure like, there's got to be somebody out there that's done it. I'm sure there's something. Yeah, or, or, and then what? Where's atheist metal? Well, it's totally atheist metal. We talking about? But like, but not atheist metal. They don't sit there and fucking like, like structure you're, their. You talking about like their you, whole you thing talk, around it? Like you talking about like maybe a title like atheist metal, like devil metal for Nunslaw? Are you just saying like that? Yeah, like the guy that's just saying fuck both sides. Like if honestly, if I were to spout beliefs, I I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I'd be an atheist. So I would be do I would do atheist metal. Like, but instead, it just seems like atheist. If you're gonna be anything else. <laughs> but everything I just you're either about Christ, or you're about Satanism. If you're anything in between, then you're just 
there's no there's no tie to it. No, I think so it's like, where is that? I, mean, I, think, I don't say no, we for need example, it, I see, like, for example, take a band like Cannibal Corpse. I think they are in between. They're not in the Satanism shit. They're not in the Christ. So they just sing about another extreme topic. So I think that exists. I, I just don't think that they're singing about just atheists. Because realistically, let's just face it. I mean, if you were to be in a, there's only so many atheist songs you can write. I mean, you don't believe in any God. Okay, what more is there to say? Opposed to with the, you know, least um, the, the you satanic say, you have reasons. characters. You, you can talk about Cain and Abel. You can talk about God. You can talk about Christ. You can talk about Mary. There's a little more character. Well, that was saying. where I was going to go with but it. But you know then. what I'm saying? I think that's why. But with an atheist, it's like, other than calling yourself atheist metal, I mean, yeah. how many, if you're, to, if you're to base all your lyrics on that, I mean, honestly, what would you, you Where's might agnostic come, metal then? Talking about how you're not, you're, you're not sure. Yeah, that but could, I mean. That could be kind of cool. Yeah. And, and why certain people are unsure. You know, this motherfucker's cramming it down my throat, but then when he's not cramming it down my throat and I'm can I actually read this bullshit on my own, it seems real. Yeah, or, or we, don't need a, we don't need another subgenre, because unless it sounds different, no, you can no, have, yeah, you can have a thing called pessimistic metal, optimistic metal. Yeah, yeah. It's like, which, not a bad idea, but you'd have to have a different sound. For example, we can obviously say black metal, like stuff like Mayhem and Enthroned. So like that it, sounds totally different than thrash metal, right? It's, it's, would you say that's safe to say? Yes, yes. So if they were to start another subgenre, it's got to be another thing that sounds totally different, which I don't even I, know if it's possible. I say it like that, not because I'm trying to be the Christian in the room that's not in the room, or as this may be going, fuck, I didn't know Reaper was a Christian, but and I'm not. Uh, <laughs> uh I'm saying it because I don't. I want to have a, a, an intelligent argument for one. Secondly, because I still don't get kind of like you were just saying that's like, you know, if you don't want it to be about either or, mm-hmm. well, why the fuck did the Christians get it in the first place? When thrash metal, heavy metal, really anything, the only metal that ever claimed a religion was black metal. No, not even a religion, a perspective. No, well, toward yes beliefs. And no. I mean, you in know, a way. Well, no, I mean, for example, like, uh, obviously, people are that is black metal. It is, it isn't. It is. Let's just be real. It's Venom. They're singing about nothing but Satan. Well, okay. Even the organics no, of even, it. Even, 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 even Slayer. Show no mercy's pure Satan. True. Yeah. No, but uh, true, true. But I, I'm th- right, right, right. But I'm saying is what we got to know from the Norwegian black metal and, and, and the greats that went on to actually identify it purely with Satan. It's only black metal. Yes, Thrash talks about that stuff, but it doesn't it doesn't incorporate. It's not on the fucking billboard for the for the, for the genre. Mm-hmm. Black metal, it is. So when you get unblack metal, it's just like this is fucking stupid. Well, I kind of get hang Christian it is, metal. It is. Obviously, with the black metal, it is. But I kind of disagree because take a great band like uh, Immortal. I don't consider that a satanic band at all. No, my favorite album by Battles of the you, North. What the fuck is satanic about that? It just seems like fucking I, I, washed I, I, in the fucking snowy ass fucking blizzard. Like, what's there's nothing satanic about it. You're, no, and you're right. You're right. There, there, and there's of course going to be examples of it, especially if you're going to go to the organic part of it. Like, no, well, but it came from that was on everybody. No, but that's on basically all the fans. I'm saying to take any, it to whatever route they want. If they since they all wanted to, basically what it all comes down to is kind of what I said. The only reason why they're just doing the Satan and shit like that, following it, is because. Let's just be. Let's just call it like it is. They got no ideas of their own, right? But I'm. But the end. But the point is that if there's any genre of metal that called a religion, whether the, every band did or didn't, which they did not, it would have been black metal, and that was it. Then we get this Christian metal shit, and mm-hmm. now it's Christian thrash. It's Christian heavy metal. It's it's like why? Why can't? Why aren't you just in with everybody else? There's no Buddha metal. There's no atheist metal. There's no other religions and metal. So you, with your Christ, take that fucker from this cross, put it in your shit if that's
that's what you want to be, but we don't need a sub tier of it. And if we're going to get it, well, that's what, so now the, this is where I'm not Christian. I'm getting pissed off about it. Cause it's like, fuck man. Cause they're still getting the cram that shit down your throat because I like some Christian not, shit. They're not doing a very good job. Cause it hasn't really come across my path too much. No, I can honestly say of all the fucking, yeah, BW3 D bags going to Slayer, those type of guys. I get those people come up to me all the time, right? I've never, never once in my entire life had somebody come up to me and be like, do you like Christian metal? Never. <laughs> I, n- never, never. Not once, ever. Well, so, good. I mean, they're, they're pretty obscure if they're out there or they haven't come my way. They're out there. I well, mean, I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying they're, they're, the, they're, the, they're the small minority. Yeah. But I, 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 I agree. What, what you were, the example you were citing is what Matt said. It's the Nordic deities, you know, the Odin, the Thor, the Loki, et cetera, that, you know, with, mm-hmm. with black metal and stuff. And even, I don't, I'm not even really a big mortal fan, but I would imagine that's kind of sort of where they're going with it. If, uh, I'll be honest. Maybe I'll sound like a poser like this. Uh, I don't truly know. As far as their lyrical content. But I just you know for a fact they're not talking about Jesus or, uh, the, or uh, <laughs> Satanism. I, maybe that's entwined their way because, like, for example, like Blizzard Beast shit, I just took it as, like, supposed to be just cold and grim. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was cool. I, I, I liked the music a lot. I liked his vocals. I thought those vocals were unique as a black metal band. Uh, they didn't sound like anybody else. What the Obsession Inquisition kind of sounds like them. But I thought, you know, Aboth was doing it first and better. Um, in my opinion, I just like I just liked the mortal better, you know. Uh, and I just thought, because you know, as opposed to high pitch, he just had that unique voice. Yeah, Froggy. Uh, yeah, Froggy, whatever you want to call him. Froggy was cool with me. Uh, <laughs> little uh, rascals, if little rascals worship. Metal. I thought their image was cool. Like, like I said, my favorite album by them, by Bar None, is Battles in the North. Thought that cover was fucking awesome. Thought it was just grim. I thought the whole sound of it was grim. Like, I just thought it was a great record. And. uh like I said, the others, uh, you know, like Blizzard Beast a lot. Um, Damned in Black is great. Sons of Northern Darkness is good. I mean, uh, At the Heart of Winter, I mean, they great albums, you know? Yeah, well, Christopher, I I have, I, you know, I, I could be definitely put in my place with some of the other religions and their metal. So as far as Gorgut's full-length album being Buddha metal, I, I don't know. Who's? Gorgut's. Oh, they're a weird band, man. Uh, I actually, I'm not a big, big Gorgut's fan. I like the first album. Um after that, they got a little too technical for me and weird. And uh, but I, they have their place and they were cool because they are very original, especially the guy's got like a fucking nine string guitar or some shit. It's like ridiculous. You know, yeah, I seen them live early 2000s. And they were they were crazy then, like really different. Um, so if he's saying they're Buddhist metal or whatever, I mean, he's probably joking, but uh, I, it wouldn't surprise me too much because they yeah, you don't even when you look at their stuff, you're kind of like, I don't know what they're like, what it is like, I don't. You know, they're clearly going for something different, which, hey, cool, good for them, you know? Yeah. Hopefully um, this episode doesn't suck, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we say that about all of them, though. No, I said it about the last few. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Yak about some fucking Christ all up. But I, I, I saw that someone- He's, com- he's unavoidable to not bring but up. No, when someone about commented metal. that remark about, uh, you know, is there a new wave of Christian metal? And who, I, I, I kind of thought that that was an well, interesting- whoever asked that, I wonder why. Like, maybe they stumbled across it. Like, maybe something did come their because way. Because the last episode is called Worship Metal. Ah. And uh, someone, like, there was the joke. Well, if you look up Worship Metal- that isn't what we were talking about in that bands that are citing their oh, favorite like bands. Christian stuff? Copycat. Like, yeah, it's like religious. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but uh, either way, I hope it doesn't suck. Speaking of lyrics and Christians and stuff, here's a band that doesn't seem to really give a fuck. 
and that is Midnight Sweet Death and Ecstasy LP. We've talked about this for sure, but uh, it's been repressed, and those are available. In different colored vinyl. Different colored vinyl. We didn't do black before, because that's what this is. We did black, but we got color too. Okay, what color is there? Because I forgot. I grabbed the black one. Uh, it's like a, it's like a mix. You'd have to grab. You'd have to see it. It's cool. It's just chart. You should have grabbed the color one. Let Dude, me show you. Everyone what this... knows. Everyone knows what black looks like. Oh, what does this black circle look like? Well, look at that. It looks like a black circle. Just grab the color. God damn it. Well, I didn't see it. The, the damn company. Christopher wanted to know who asked uh, last week about uh, pressing records. He wanted to know some additional details about. It. Well, one of the additional details is the company that they label the damn records. They put these fucking codes that you're just oh, like, yeah. this is not relevant to anything. Thing I like would comprehend e, it. Like an e, e equals MC square fucking code. Yeah, like why can't you just put the the, the skew number or the, the you know the release our Fuck archive all that number? Skew number shit too, man. Just put band title, black vinyl, or right. orange red black vinyl splatter. Color. Like, what's all so, this nonsense mumble jumbo? I don't know. So, at any rate, black in color, back in stock. Sharp Midnight, inside, sweet death sir. and ecstasy, latest album. Which uh, the Great next album. Midnight album is uh, already mixed. You didn't do that, did you? No. I didn't that was do any of his albums. Yeah. No, I thought you helped no. him out with something. Audio-wise. Did you do something? Um, I did the... Oh, the Satanic Royalty DVD, right? I made the sa- I made the DVD that's in Satanic Royalty. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. And then I, uh, did, I took a look at the audio of... Well, I got, yeah, I got the, the uh, live show production ready for both... Well, just for CD, for the, uh... Okay. No Mercy for Mayhem. Okay. And then my service was were not called upon for this album. We're no longer Basically. rendered, huh? Well, I didn't. He didn't have any bonus stuff. But that was what I wanted to kind of roll out because speaking of bonus stuff, you know, yeah, when you get a Satanic royalty and it comes with a cool DVD that you're not going to get elsewhere, that's pretty fucking cool, especially when it's made by me. Come on, but uh. You know, but then Venom was uh, something that was brought up. That's actually one of the bands that entirely comes to mind that when you get some of this bonus shit, be it cool, when you're getting radio ads and you're hearing the Welcome to Satan TV spot for the zillion time in a row, Mm -hmm. mind you, as bonus material, it's like, oh my God, like this is not cool at all. And it's almost too much. But then when you get to maybe the B-sides and stuff. I think the whole point of that, if you break it down, though, like to say you're a a Venom extremist, which I I kind of am. I I don't like to call I don't want someone. I'm a total extremist just because there's some of the later albums I didn't like. So I don't know if that makes me extreme. I think extremist likes all, all that. Like all all of anything. Like if you're extremist, you like it all, uh, which I didn't like everything. But there was some garbage. With that being said, um, with that being said, I think that uh, the idea is for the die, die hard is you have all that audio captured. You have it then. You know what I mean? Well, kind of like, kind of like just archive it, you know? I don't think it's like a, when they put it out thinking, dude, he's going to listen to this radio introduction seven times in a row and he's just going to be fist banging in that car. Right. I don't right. think that was the mentality. And it was, it was before the era of YouTube that maybe that would be now on their YouTube channel. But I use that, I use the vinyl, you know, you start with the greats and jump off to a better example. But I think people have taken that logic of cramming this pact with, 80 minutes full of material mm-hmm. to a, a bigger level to where in the underground, like they'll put the most ass sounding live show, and you're just like, dude, it would have been just fine with the six tracks and been a power EP. They, they didn't put any ass sounding Not live Venom. I'm just say, talking yeah, about every other would. like band. There's definitely been underground bands. So when it comes to your bonus material, it's totally just for the impulse of buying this for the zillionth time because it's just ass junk. 
I mean, you have not uncovered some ass junk bone. Like, am I, do I really yeah, have no. the only gripe of this? No, there's there is. I I think it's less often than often though, as far as ass junk. I, there is definitely some shit where it's it's ass as bonus, but I would say less often than it, than it is. You know, because usually it's, usually it is a demo. Or one or two live songs that don't sound like ass, which like maybe on maybe you could make the argument unneeded, but not ass. Um, I don't think I had too many that thought well, were like ass. Then let me flip it this way, though. What do you think about this? Because we're in an era that you got the CD and then you got the LP. When it comes to bonus tracks, that's cool for the CD, but when it's LP, eh, leave them off. Especially if it's a reissue, because well, well, bonus, let me get the, let me rephrase that because yeah, it, reissues because new albums. Well, I mean, no, actually, I do want it. I'm glad I said that too. New albums with bonus tracks. So what kind of bullshit is that? Like, what do you mean bonus tracks? The fucking thing just came out. That should be every song on. Oh, there. Well, that you know I mean? that is uh, like what? What kind of double sales pitch by region my, version my, of that um, is? My theory on that, I could be totally wrong. I'm just guessing here. It's the regional. Is, well, I don't know about that. It's, uh, my theory is kind of when CD sales started dying off to digital, it was kind of more of a selling point because it doesn't seem like it does happen till date. It's just, I seem, it seems like it was happening more like eight years ago. Yeah. Well, and then, and then you have obviously, if you know, like the Japanese imports, those always have. That was the 90s type thing, 90s, early 2000s. I think it's been going on way before that. I think that oh, even way, way before that. I think so. I think the Japanese crowd always had something special because they're, you know, the, the Far East. Um, and, and you Some know, of those are cool as fuck, too. Right, right, right. But it's still at the same time when you're getting something that's like bonus track. It's like, I guess it makes sense to that to that factor. But we don't live in a a regional world anymore. No, we no, kind of do. But you don't. Like you can get anything. Yeah, especially with all the online buying and it's just not it's just totally different now yeah because i want to go back to the reaper metal productions thing we're going to be doing the faith faith extractors first album and it's going to have lp cd and lp okay and one of my uh, things was like don't put the bonus tracks on the lp put it on the cd well just because it's kind of like I don't know when you get that LP. Yeah, I can see that. I, that makes sense to me. Uh, what I will say this with bonus tracks, I'm not a big fan of bonus tracks if they're not of the same era. Yeah. Oh God. I'll no. Give you a yeah, that, yeah. Remember, remember that disabuse I was telling you about? Mm-hmm. Band, guys, band called Disabuse. Uh, CD was reissued of their Sorrow and Perdition album, 1988, six tr- six song mini LP. So you're listening like this is great, right? <laughs> and then the other half, you're like. Because it's recorded like 2015, like 30 years fucking later, right? You're yeah. like, the fuck is this? You're like, it's okay, I guess, but it's totally different. You know, what I mean, totally different. Like 30 years later, it's like, <laughs> put on a separate disc, man. This is totally fucking di- like it's like totally different. Yeah, you know what I mean, or like the run- well, you didn't like them. I thought it was cool, and I get why they did it. But like with those running wild reissues that came out, they had the later recordings, but they're obviously songs from that album. So I thought that was cool. Like that no, actually, I, I, I did like it. No, I, okay. I like the idea of it because especially some of those I never heard. Um, but some of those later ones, like uh, Live 2015 of songs on Brandon X, I'm like, I'm gonna stick to the album ones. Well, yeah, and if it's gonna come to any, if it's gonna be lot, it's almost. To, but it was honest, neat to hear. It was neat to hear because I didn't know how they would sound. To you. I've never seen Running Wild unless you're like, is someone as large as life as like Iron Maiden? Honestly. Kind of sort of leave the live tracks off. Not because there's not there's not great relics to be noticed and heard. Kind of uh, devastation for Chicago comes to mind. 
But in those cases, most of the time, it just sounds like fucking ass. Unless it's something like, super cool. Don't even get me excited. Unless it sounds super cool or something really cool about it or it's like an unreleased song and only was recorded live. Yeah. So what do you think though? Faith Extractor reissue coming up. First Faith Extractor album. It, it technically came out, but it might as well have not come out. What people so did actually come get. out? I forget who that even came out on. Exactly. Who the, was it? Do you remember? Uh, I I don't even know. No, it's so irrelevant, and oh, the label okay. is long gone. Uh, and they did a poor job distributing it. What um, um well, what are the bonus tracks? The bonus tracks will be then. There was two songs because it's the first album, so the demo. Uh-huh. And then the two songs that were on the Crucify Mortals split. But okay. then Ash just told me Saturday that he found demo songs for all but three tracks of the album. They, like, and they sound good. It'd be cool to throw on there. That's like, shit, how long is this fucking CD going to be at this point? And it's going to be about 70 minutes when you throw all that stuff on there. So not only do I not want to put a double LP out because of that. Yeah. But no. I just kind of sort of think, like, when you get an LP, like, when you got that Merciful Fate, don't break the oath. Sorry, Meredith. Uh, LP yeah, from R- Roadrunner. And then you, you're you like, yes, come to the Sabbath. And then you see Star, bonus track, Death Kiss. Death Kiss. Yeah. You're just like, I, first off, where's the, the rest the of the demo? Where's the rest of the demo? Second off, yeah. I, I, I just, just feel like it's junking up the LP. Yeah. Uh, and third off, why you don't add more... Back to you, Christopher, pressing an LP. You, optimally, you want to keep your LP short because the shorter it is, the louder it could be, the more width it has, you know, uh, like they did with a lot of these big bands uh, with these um, fucking reissues. Is they remaster them? Well, they didn't remaster them. They repressed them. Talking about those Metallicas? Yeah, at 45 RPM. Why did they do that? So they can obviously sell it to you again. Uh, But then (laughs) put the sticker on it to how great it sounds, which is true because it has more fucking grooves. It can go around a bigger circle because what is a vinyl thing is back in the day, not so much now, but if it is now, who's practicing it? You wanted to put your long, your your louder, more in-your-face tracks at the beginning of the album because toward the play, obviously that circle gets smaller. That that's usually where the ballads are found and stuff because they're softer. They can make the you know you don't want to have your most aggressive as you would put your tuma mutal or your uh, hammered smash face at the end at its at the shittier degraded uh, volume or whatever parameter. Uh, that it would be because that's just how records work. So don't put your shit bonus tracks on my LP, which in the case of that, don't break the oath, Roadrunner. The, the it bonus track like was shit. Yeah, too. I was just gonna say that that was far from their worries on that one. It looked like ass. <laughs> uh so so yeah. I, I but uh, bad argument. You, you leave them off there. Yeah, I would leave them off the LP. My whole thing is, too, my only concern, not that I'm concerned, but it's... And what uh, do you think in the audience? My thing is bonus tracks are cool, but I kind of save that for the greats. See, my problem was with a Faith Extractor release having bonus tracks, although it's cool for me because I know it. If it's a first-time buyer, this could be just me because I'm here shit all day and check stuff out all day, is it? uh, it's too much to take in at once. Yeah. But that's probably just a personal thing because... But you'd be happy that you'd have had it Me, yes, because I'm already a fan of the album. Yeah. See, if I'm a fan of it already and I'm getting extra shit I didn't have, I like it. But if I was checking out for the first time, I might be too overwhelmed. 
Do you know what I'm saying? I I I do I do I do I get what you're saying. But like I said, I think that's a probably don't go with that because I'm an anomaly. No, and plus I'm a huge fan, and then let's face you it, I'm yourself. putting out the fucking release for myself, you, you and especially if it's gonna have bonus tracks. Why well, I, I had the original was poorly distributed, but I have it. So uh, yeah. you know, and I have the demos, and I was in the fucking band that put out. No, the just split, sometimes it's but too much. I don't have the bonus track. Brand new demos. release for me. Sometimes it's too much to digest. But you gotta remember, I'm also digesting more music than the average person. I mean, I try to listen to something new I haven't heard do every day. I didn't say I do. I said I try. <laughs> well, I mean, but it's a pretty good try. Like, for, yeah. for sure, every other day on average. If you were to take 365 days a year, 175 of them, for sure, 100% out, I check something out new. For for sure. Yeah. 175 for sure. No, I've been I've been doing better with myself and, and uh, utilizing the old YouTube to do it because it's yeah. kind yeah, of I'll either, nice. it'll be Either when I'm on the treadmill or whatever, I might listen to something on YouTube. If something comes in the shop, something, I always, like, let's just say I'm listening to, like, Death Scream Bloody Gore on, on YouTube or whatever while I'm doing some cardio or something. Yeah. If I see another round that looks somewhat interesting because it's said that, I'll, I'll listen to it. I'll check it out. Now, if the first couple songs start stinking, I'll click on something else. But I try to listen to something new every day. So I check something out. Or, and especially at the shop, whether it's an LP or CD. Cool. Yeah. Well, so. this doesn't have bonus tracks. The repress of the latest, the greatest, and the hot seller, Midnight, Sweet Death, and Nexus CLP. Then you got, as far as I'm concerned, one of the greats, uh, Deceased. That's a band as a whole, as one of the greats. Well, Midnight's but, ain't one of the greats. Yeah, they are, but they haven't uh, been around long enough. Uh, and yeah. uh, Behind the Mourner's Veil. I love this EP, but so I mean, still Behind say, the Mourner's Veil came out, if you do the math, was Midnight even around yet? And if they were, they probably just started. Like, I'm talking about when they first put out their first release. It's probably around that time, right? When did Midnight do that? Was it 2005? I kind of sort of don't know, because as supportive I, as I have been of Athenar and doing a lot of stuff, and I do like Midnight, so don't well, take no, this the wrong way. No, but a lot of way. people don't understand. When he first came out, like, they're looking at back, and they're looking at Metal Archives. When, he, when Athenar first started, it was kind of like... Not a mystery, but at the same time a mystery. Like, he just did it in his own basement, never said anything to anybody, and it just kind of came out. And it's like, here's this band, Midnight. Like, yeah. it wasn't advertised or anything. Well, that's how it was precisely presented to me, where same they had a label from Akron Shifty, who's friends with Athenar. One time, Jim uh, Sadis gave me a CD of this yeah, band, I Midnight. I listened to it, and I was like, eh. Gave it to my friend. Don and gave now me. Don fuck, gave man, me the. Uh, <laughs> Don gave me the endless sluts seven inch that all black, which is the black uh, dust cover. Yeah, he gave me that. He's like, these this band is great. I remember putting. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. And then you know what I mean. <laughs> Put it in a box. And that was it. Yeah, That's, yeah. That was my introduction. I never thought. I didn't know who they were. I didn't know they were gonna be. And this you know, is uh, anything. the first complete and total midnight of that. Yeah, whole I never got that original one. That See, one I, I did have. have. That it was that yeah. Athenar on the cover with the the, yeah. the, the 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 girls. What year was that then? Would you say? 06? 07? No, no. No, 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 no. I fuck. I don't know. I don't know. Where you were. Yeah. Yeah. Were you, were yeah. you around there? Sounds about right. Yeah. But I wanted to close up the show in that. Uh, yes. Hey, Kevin. Nice to see you there. And it's cool that you did finally get a, uh, to tune in, but at the. Uh, end of the show, but that's precisely kind of stuff like that. Is is people, you know, as fans, you know, you guys. Not only obviously you picked up that CIS CD and and that that was fucking awesome, but even picking up anything we've ever talked about and following that, wanting to see the live show, like it's like cool. We're just yeah. you guys in this office, but uh, but that that just like being adamant about it. But and then a lot of the stuff that's just been written. So I wanted to even kind of give a few of the shout outs, uh, just to to a few of the fan letters that didn't really. And, and kind of leave off with uh, 
questions, but who knows what it what it opens up. And the first that I kind of been putting off was uh, Williams, which uh, is I found your podcast about two months ago. From the first episode I listened to, I was hooked. It was an episode about which bands or bands were the originators of death metal. Seen as possessed and death are the two that come to mind for me. I don't think I've known anyone since high school in the 80s that I have so much in common with musically. And that's actually, that that line alone oh, is so like an older book. Yeah, yeah. So, but I wanted to highlight that line alone. Yeah, but he's saying he was in high school in the eighties. Well, he, he'll tell you the rest of his life story here in a second. I just want to highlight that line alone and the the coolness and the appreciation that as the guy doing the show and obviously the guy as well in the show, like it's kind of the same way. Like anyone that gives a fuck to even <laughs> and and then and then relate is just as equally cool. But I would also like to thank you guys for turning me on to some newer bands that I wouldn't have otherwise heard, like Demonical and Shed the Skin, which, by the way, that Demonical that you mentioned last time, the latest album, uh, 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 Ordo Chaos? No, the no, Chaos, uh, Chaos, 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 Manifest, Ma- Chaos Manifestation. Manifesto. Manifesto. But latest car, uh, Demonical Great album, album, if you don't know, last episode, check it out. It is I don't have the album great. memorized. You know I don't have the lyrics memorized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but great album. Like I said, it's great. Demonical and Shed the Skin, which there, there's our buddy Ash again, Faith Extractor. Uh, I, tend to, I tend to get stuck in the 80s and early 90s, which is when I think metal was at its peak. I started with bands like Venom, Possessed, Celtic Frost, Slash Hellhammer, to thrash metal like Sacrifice, Destruction, Creator, and Sodom. Then, when Left Hand Path was released and the Swedish buzzsaw guitar sound became to be, it, I was taken to the next level with some of the newer death metal bands of the time. So, thanks for doing the podcast. It makes my day, guys. Sounds like a lot of the same shit as I do. Exactly, but reading messages like that definitely makes my day. So, uh, just kind of wanted to share uh, something like that. And there's there's so many more messages. So, anyone that's ever written and shown your appreciation for Hellcast, uh, the reply might be slow. And I always want to try to do as much to, for the shout out for. The, Maybe I don't see it, which is giving that shout out to Josh, who always writes very mean, but very heartfelt, uh, <laughs> drunken uh, messages and uh, how much he does appreciate the show. Uh, you know, that that's kind of one of the things, you know, never really get to give the shout out. But when I said that one episode that we talked about horror and stuff sucked, he was one of the first people to be like, what do you mean it sucked? He's like, we don't get the inside like that. You just guys just fucking take it for granted when we're doing our thing. And it's like. There you go. So for the insights, for anyone who would like to hear their name on the show and stuff, I would always try to try to do, you know, give you the justice of having the fun of being mentioned on the show. But if you don't, and if you don't get a fast reply, it's just because of the busy aspect of things, but it's always appreciated. So I wanted to leave on that note.